Hello, everybody, and welcome to the ninth episode of the Baker and the Blocker podcast. My name is James Hammond, the Baker. And I'm Justin Grinnell, the Blocker. On uh, today's episode, we are going to count down our top ten favorite movies of all time. Mm. I'm very, very excited for this episode. I love this. If you've listened to many of our episodes before, you know that Justin is a bit of a guru when it comes to films and movies. I'm not a guru, but I very much enjoy them, you know? You watch a lot of TV and movies. I do. A lot more than I do, especially. That's why I'm really excited to see our list here. Yeah. Well, you can kind of... Uh, uh, yeah. I, I'm not reading it. I don't okay. Know. But first, how was your day, Annie? I didn't do a ton today. Um, it is a Monday. Um, it's a Monday? Yeah. Last night, I was like, oh, I gotta get to bed. I have <laughs> class tomorrow. And then I realized I don't have class on Monday. I thought today was Tuesday. Look so. at that. But I do have class tomorrow, because tomorrow actually is Tuesday. I do, too. But um, besides that, today I watched a Rocket League tournament. Really? Yeah. So, right. like, on the actual game, they have tournaments for people of all skill levels. And I watch some of my friends who are, like, diamond play. I've I've played it, you know. I'm okay. But, man, we have one of Rourke, James. He's insane. And I feel like the people you were probably watching were even better than he is. I don't even know how you get that much better. Right. I mean, I've never seen Rourke play, but, um, you know, they're probably... Somewhat similar. These guys don't play with controllers, though. And I don't, I don't know if it's easier or not. What do you mean? They play with the mouse and keyboard. Oh. I... So y- you play more more computer games than I do? Mm-hmm. Like, is that harder? I don't know. I've never... Or, I tried playing with controller, and it was very unintuitive to me. Hmm. But most people say a controller is easier. Yeah. I always struggled using, like, the whatever the whole keyboard to do like full 360 stuff i guess i don't know i mean i'm not good in the first place so i guess neither am i um but i am trying but yeah that's pretty much what i did today my friends came in second so dang i mean it's it's like 64 random people of approximately similar skill level. It's not like... That's still pretty good. At a 64 people are a similar level, that's pretty cool. Or 64 teams of three. Okay. But yeah. That's second. That's pretty awesome. I didn't do a whole lot today. We stayed up pretty late last night uh, <laughs> watching Desperate Housewives. Yeah. We've, we, or at least <laughs> my friends and I, a couple of us, have gotten Desperate Housewives and just rubbed you in. I'm very excited. I'm really liking the show. Yeah, it's it, surprisingly pretty good. Um, when, when they first mentioned it to me, I thought Desperate Housewives, it sounded like a reality TV show to me. That's exactly what I thought. I thought it was the real Housewives of, like, whatever. Yeah, and then uh, when I found out it was, like, an actual narrative, I was kind of skeptical. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I was excited to watch, like, real people do <laughs> stupid shit. I don't even like reality TV. I like Survivor. Yeah. And, like, Hell's Kitchen. Mm-hmm. You know, I like cooking reality shows for the most part. But, um, yeah, it it didn't excite me at first. But then I started watching, and it it's fun. It's good. 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 You ever had a Beyond Meat Burger? I haven't. I have not had any imitation or synthetic meat of any variety. 
It's good. It's pretty good. Have you you've never had the Impossible Whopper? I ch- I got one a while ago, like a long time ago, like right when they came out, and I was like, damn, these taste like exactly the same. I I it's insane. Maybe I can try one tonight. Yeah. So I bought some at Costco mm-hmm. a couple probably like two three weeks ago, and I made some. I made them like twice now. They don't smell very good, to be honest. Like while you're cooking them, they kind of smell like dog food. Mm-hmm. But then once they're like made and like there. They taste like just like a burger. That's so, so weird. weird. And they like bleed like it too. Like I don't know how they do it. I don't know what weird science happens, but it's it's cool. I wonder how similar it is on like a like a chemical or molecular level. Mm. Like I wonder if it's oh, that's so weird. And I was like, do I have to clean stuff like the same way? Like you know when you're using raw chicken and stuff like that, you have to clean it every time you oh yeah touch chicken like. Yeah. Do you have to do the same thing? Oh, that's a good question. Or, I doubt it because, well, no, because I don't know where like the salmonella comes from. Yeah. If it's from like the packing facility or if it's from the animal itself. I don't know either, but I just kind of clean it either way. <laughs> but. Ooh, I really want to know the answer to that question now. We should Google it. Okay. I'll Google it. Um, <sighs> do you need to? Sanitation imitation chicken, you think? Imitation chicken? Yeah, for sure. I think I just haven't heard of that. Like, why hasn't Chick-fil-A jumped on that? Um. Like, that sounds pretty good. Even though I'm not a huge fan of Chick-fil-A, like. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, I, I would, I mean, I don't know. Do you have to sanitize? I just want to, like... Oh, and you can't refreeze beyond meat? That's weird. Really? Uh, Why not? I don't know. I just saw it in the Google Trends. How, do you need to sanitize after cooking with? I just want to, like... I don't know. It's Because it's like, it's not meat, right? Yeah. But... I... Oh, okay, wait. Maybe... No, okay, you know what? Oh, okay, here's one. Why do Beyond Meat burgers need to be handled as carefully as meat? The instructions say to wash hands after cooking, after handling. Okay, so Jason Kaufman, extruder operator at Beyond Meat, 2018 to present. Hi there, I work for Beyond Meat at the Columbia, Missouri location. Thanks for your interest in our products, and I sincerely hope you enjoy them as much as we enjoy making them. As far as your question is concerned, it's wise to handle any food carefully to avoid any direct slash cross-contamination. But as it pertains to our meats, while they may be all plant-based, they are still full of moisture, healthy fats, and of course proteins. Many organisms just love the stuff stuff humans ingest, and as opportunistic as they are, they'll hitch any ride they can find their way into a body. Hmm. So you just, I guess you just sanitize... Like you usually would? Yeah, because it, it can find, the bacteria can find its way in no matter what. Okay. That was a good little, little side note. I, I was really wondering. Every time I've made it now, I've wondered that. Uh, shout out to Jason Kaufman. Yeah. Maybe um, he'll listen to this podcast. So do you do you get the Beyond Meat because it's cheaper or you want to try it or it's healthier? Or... It is a little health. It's definitely a little healthier and less calories, but I really just wanted to try it. Hmm. I like it. Cool. I'm a, I like to eat kind of healthy, so. Okay. Nice to try it. Oh, 
Oh, actually, okay, never mind, never mind. So, are you are you ready to begin? I'm so ready. I I was so excited about this episode. I have like probably since like four, maybe four or five years ago, I started keeping like a list on my phone. Oh boy. Of like all the movies I've watched, and when I first started doing it, I was like writing down like why I love this movie or why I didn't like this movie. Mm-hmm. And now I just kind and of now write. you have to compare them posthumously or post viewing, I guess. Not <laughs> posthumously. <laughs> After the death of the movie in your brain, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but I, I just want to mention a couple of things before we start listing. Yeah. So we're going to go. We're going to alternate, starting with ten, mm-hmm. and then we're going to go down to our top or our number one. Um, if we have one in common. We'll say like all like if I say, oh, yeah. you know, uh, the Incredibles, and that happens to be your number one. You'll say, oh, that's on my list too, yeah. uh, and then you can choose whether or not you'll say, yeah, okay. Um, and then I also want to put a disclaimer out just for myself. Uh, I haven't watched a whole ton of movies in my life. Uh, I haven't watched very many old movies. I think every single one of my movies came out. Uh, in the 2000s or 2010s. Yeah, I don't have a whole lot of older movies on my own. I think except for, like, two-thirds of a couple. But yeah. I also want to say, this isn't my opinion on the best movies of all time. This is my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, that's the same for me. Distinction. In distinction. Yes. And we also have a, a, a few honorable mentions that we'll get to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. You want to start us off, number 10? I think you should start. Me? Yeah. Okay. Actually, you know what? Before we do this, what, what's your favorite kind of movie? Like, what? I like... Hmm. I like thrillers and, like... I mean, I don't... I don't... It's hard to describe. Mm-hmm. But do you like, have, like, any favorite, like, director or, like, actor? You're like, man, if they're in this, like... Um... Like if, if I see this trailer with that minute, I'm, like, totally watching this movie. Two of my top ten have Leo DiCaprio in them. I love Leo. Um, I I just like I like movies that are well rounded. Mm-hmm. I like I I don't I don't like action movies because usually they're not. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I I I really like laughing when I'm watching a movie. If there's comedy in it, that's definitely a plus. Hmm. Um, but I, I do also pay attention to, like, the way a movie is made and the writing and the acting and the different components that go into it. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean. Hmm. I'm a, I like, I love comedy movies. I, I love just movies in general and TV shows and stuff. But there's really no comedies, like, on my top ten, like, favorite movies of all time. Because, mm-hmm. like, I want something, like, a little bit deeper. Like, I want to, like, I'm, these movies have, like, funny moments, obviously, but, like. It's just not the same. It's not a comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of my favorite directors of like you gotta love like Martin Scorsese or like obviously like David Fincher. I love David Fincher. Yeah. You, we talked about Seven. You've never seen Seven. No. Social Network. Um, yeah. What was oh Zodiac? Wait, Zodiac. you're mentioning composers or uh, directors? Directors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to Google something real quick. I didn't pay attention for a half a second. Um, my favorite composer. If you want a scorer, what's the composer? Person? Yeah, composer? okay. I, I really like Trent Reznor and oh. Atticus Finch. Okay. If you didn't know, Trent Reznor is the lead singer of Nine Inch Nails, and he just started doing movies. 
cool. Good for him. I like the classics. Um, John Williams, Hans Zimmer. Oh, yeah. You got um, those guys. Wait, who did uh, Lord of the Rings? Is that Williams or Zimmer or the other guy that I can't remember the name of? I don't know. Just Justin is currently googling it. Howard Shore. Oh, not one of the guys I was thinking of. Who did Star Wars then? John Williams. Okay, yeah, hmm. yeah. John Williams is also he, great. Yeah, he's awesome. Oh, who? Did, okay, I'm. I'm. I swear, there's like a third guy in like the big three of like the big guys, uh, Hans Zimmer, John Williams, and someone else, and I can't remember which movie is. Is Pirates of the Caribbean also John Williams? As a huge non-fan of Pirates of the Caribbean. But the soundtrack's good, you got or the the score. You gotta admit. The composer of Pirates of the Caribbean is Hans Zimmer, <sighs> Klaus Badalt, and Ian Honeyman. Well, okay, I can't maybe there <clears throat> isn't and I'm just <clears throat> it I don't know. Uh yeah, with that being said, I'm ready to get into it. Let's do it. So you can... St- okay, number 10. Number 10 for me. This has... Uh, have you seen It's Always Sunny? Some of it. Okay. Very few parts. Uh, this has Ben Affleck's brother in it. It's Manchester by the Sea. It's really... Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's sad, but it's more like depressing, you know? If you've, if you've never seen it, there's a certain scene in there where... He tries to, like, kill himself hmm. after he, uh, sorry, spoilers alert here. He, like, accidentally set his house on fire and killed his children. Mm-hmm. So when he was in the police station, like, trying to write all this stuff down, he grabbed a gun and, like, tried to, it's this whole thing. Huh. But it's a really good movie. It's a top ten for me. I love a good, sad movie. Okay. I, I love it. And I, I've never seen it. But... Casey Affleck, Ben Affleck's brother in this, probably... Maybe a better performance than Ben Affleck has ever given. Wow. That is big because Ben Affleck's in a lot of stuff. It's a pretty cool dude. Yeah. Affleck Brothers. Imagine, like, you and your brother being that famous. Yeah, they're so famous they got an insurance company named after them. Yeah. Affleck? (laughs) Jeez. Uh, Not a sponsor. Yeah, not yet. Not yet. Mm -hmm. Affleck, if you're watching, hit us up. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Do you have anything else to say about Manchester United? Manchester by the sea, but yeah. you know it's fine. <laughs> I get it. You just don't like it. No, I, I just never seen it. I never heard of yeah. it either. It's not. I think it won like an Oscar or something. But I just really enjoy it, and I think it's it's very well made, and the acting is really good. Cool. Um, I just realized there's a few that I need to add to my honorable mentions. I have uh, uh, Aaron Sorkin. If uh, he's a great writer. I love his screenplays, and uh, I think he did West Wing, he did Social Network. Um, My dad loves the West Wing. Yeah, that was, (laughs) and I love the way, like, him and David Fincher, like, whenever they do movies, they talk really fast. I like it. Like real people? Yeah. Like, nothing's really slowed down. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll tell a story about the Social Network when, maybe, maybe not, that comes up on my list. (laughs) Okay, so that's on your list. (laughs) Alright, are you ready for my number yeah, 10? I'm excited, let's hear it. So, this is a movie I watched last year. Mm-hmm. Um, me and my friends watched it without knowing what it was about. Uh, and then once we found out what it was about, we were like, oh, this isn't this isn't our type of movie. This wasn't made for us. 
but we kept going, and it ended up being a great movie. What is it? The Dallas Buyers Club. The with Matthew McConaughey. Yes. It was. It is. It is actually a phenomenal movie, uh, with its portrayal of um, people infected with a or HIV. (laughs) (laughs) If you remember our last episode, you know why I hesitated. Um, Yeah, it's a great movie. It's a Matthew McConaughey plays like a a ranch type cowboy sort of dude mm-hmm. uh who contracts hiv uh while having unprotected sex and sharing needles uh and it's about his recovery sort of and also his expose of the medical system in america i love matthew mcconaughey mm-hmm. i really like him in a lot of stuff yeah we've talked about this before but interstellar mm-hmm. not on my list it was there, I, I have so many movies. It, that was really close to making it on my list. Mm-hmm. If you asked me like two years ago, that would have been like my number one. Dallas Buyers Club? No, Interstellar. Oh, okay. Is it an honor? Or I guess we'll... Yeah, we'll find out. We'll, we'll find, find out. out. We'll see, you know. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, Dallas Buyers Club. That one's on 10. Netflix, I'm pretty sure. So yep. go watch that. We watched that one on Netflix. So it, it, it may not sound like your thing, but you should definitely watch it. It's very well made. There's some humor. It's a good, good movie. My number nine. This is also on Netflix. I think it's made by Netflix. Marriage Story. There's that one. Is that the Adam Driver one? Mm -hmm. I haven't seen it, but I've seen the Mm -hmm. preview and stuff. So the preview. So like just a little premise of it. It's Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson, and they're living in New York. And Adam Driver is like a playwright, and the star is Scarlett Johansson, and they're married. And the whole story is about their marriage and it like falling apart with with this one their kid. I can't remember their kid's name. But it's got some great acting. Um I really like Adam Driver too. Mm-hmm. And obviously Scarlett Johansson's great. Uh if you're listening and you don't recognize the name Adam Driver, mm-hmm. he yeah. plays Kylo Ren in the most recent set of Star Wars movies. Yeah. Have you seen those Star Wars? Yeah. I was really disappointed when he took off the mask. Yeah. Like, he's just not <laughs> like, he's not a cool looking <laughs> dude, you know? <laughs> Um, I I mean they're they're all right, but you're you're definitely right. I I Kylo Ren's mask made him really cool, but he's still he's still a cool guy. He's a cool. Guy. I really like him. And Black Klansman, have you ever seen that one? Oh, uh, I want good. to watch it so bad. That's really funny. And he's great. Man. We should watch that. Adam Driver's in it. Yeah. Oh, cool. Even better. Is he a racist? Does he play a racist? Man? No, he's part of the FBI or whatever CIA. Not... So probably. But he he's on. I mean. He's on there. No, 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 but he's he's working with the black the the dude. Donald Sterling worked with black dudes. He okay. Wow, <laughs> that was a huge reach. Jeez. <laughs> but he's helping them eliminate KKK members. Yeah, it's his job. He's getting a paycheck. No, I I don't know. I, I'll watch some of it. I'm just. <laughs> you don't just go watch the movie for yourself. <laughs> Sorry, Adam Driver, if you're listening. Yeah. And I have, after, like, once I get into, like, my top eight or seven, I have, like, more to add on the movie. Yeah. I think. All right. Are you ready for my number nine? I'm excited. Now, this movie was another movie that I saw with my friends. Okay. Um, we picked it based on its inclusion on a best movies of all time list. 
even though none of us had seen it or heard of it before. Interesting. Starring Leonardo DiCaprio, we are, of course, talking about... I don't know. The Basketball Diaries. Have you heard of it before? I think I've heard of it. I may have told you about it. It's surprisingly not super well-known. This might be one of the older movies on my list, because it came out in 1995. Yeah. Leonardo was real young. Yeah. Uh, So, basically, the premise of the movie is Leo DiCaprio plays a teenager who's uh, really good at basketball. Although, basketball isn't really a huge part of it. I feel like I've seen a little part of this movie. It's really, really good. Um, like, basketball isn't a huge part, even though it's in the name. Mm-hmm. And it is, like, a, a core part of who Leo is in the movie. But he plays basketball, he's really good, but then he starts getting addicted to drugs, essentially. Hmm. Uh, and then he has to, like, survive being addicted, sort of. That was a great, I, I like that choice a lot. It's probably the best um, depiction of addiction that I've seen in a movie. Have you it, seen Requiem for a Dream? I haven't, but I, I bet that's also a good one. That. That, I don't know. You watch it. You watch it once. That's all. You watch it once. You right. never watch it twice. It's like that in a Train Spotting. Those two are. Yeah, you should watch those. Hmm. Very kind of disturb. I don't know. Not disturbing movies, but not great. Hmm. But I, I'm really. I'm check that one out. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> I believe the Basketball Diaries is the oldest movie on my list. I don't know when some of these other ones came out. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, got Leo early in his career. And, I love uh, good Leo performance. It, it's, it's a kind of long movie, and it's one of the well-rounded movies that I mentioned. It's got humor. It's got sad parts. There was a scene that almost made me cry, actually. Um, we'll have to talk about that at the end. Yeah. Just, like, have what movies have made you cry, if any. Okay. Yeah, that's my number nine. What what are your thoughts on like longer movies? Um so if if they're good it doesn't bother me. That's like my like that sounds really stupid but like that's exactly what I think. But it like it, a bad movie becomes so much worse by being long. Mm-hmm. And like the worst thing a movie can be is boring. Yeah. The worst thing it can be is boring. I like that. So like if I if there's like a great pairing or a great group of actors and a great director, like why do I want less of them? Mm-hmm. Like I want more of that and like more, just more of the whole movie. But there are also plenty of great movies that could have had a couple scenes cut out. Mm-hmm. You know, definitely. That's what we'll probably get to. My next one, probably don't need any scenes cut out if you've ever seen it. No Country for Old Men. Have not seen it. We should totally watch this. <laughs> Anton Sugar. I don't have know you ever seen him? He's in Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, I'm uh, always confused on how to say. I don't, I, was, I don't know why. I just thought it was like Caribbean. Because it's Caribbean. <laughs> but it doesn't... The Pirates of the Caribbean doesn't sound right. Sounds weird. Pirates of the Caribbean. That sounds way better, even yeah. though it's wrong. Anyway. But yeah, it's it's a great... It's a book. You should probably read the book, too, if you want. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a happy ending at all. It's a... It's very sad, and uh, mm-hmm. I don't even know how to describe this movie. The Anton Sugar it might be like the best villain of all time. He's the scene. There's a scene in this gas station where he's like heads or tails, and he's like, "We have." To, I don't even know how to describe. It. We have to watch this movie. 
Okay. It's so good. It's called No Country for Old Men. What's it about? What is it like? Okay, so the story is there's like this cowboy guy who's out hunting. I think it's in Texas. And he sees that, like sees, I don't know, out of his telescope or gun or whatever, that there's been like a huge gang murder out in the desert. And it was a failed drug deal. Mm. He goes there. And he like looking through all this thing and finding all these dead people. And he finds this briefcase full of money. So he just basically takes it, like you know. And then he tries to get out of town. And Anton Sugar, he's the guy who, uh, who like the mafia like hired or whatever, or not mafia. But, uh, well, I can't think of the word. The gang. No, what? Oh my god, not mafia, not Italian. Yakuza. No, like Spanish, Mexican. Oh, I didn't know. Cartel. Sh- Holy shit! I didn't know Sugar was spelled like that. Yeah, <laughs> but like, his haircut is like the most iconic haircut. Like one, of the, it's so awesome. <laughs> but so then he finds the the cartel's money. Anton Sugar is trying to get it back. Mm-hmm. He, that's like the whole thing. It's so well done. Like, it sounds pretty good. There's like there's barely any talking in it. Like it's just it's so cool. I'm and skeptical. Woody Harris, no, Woody Harrelson's in it. Uh, not Jeff Bridges. The other, the other old guy. I. I, I get... Oh, what's his name? He's in Lincoln. Oh, my God. Oh, Daniel Day-Lewis? No, 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 no. He's the... Holy crap. Tommy Lee Jones? Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones. He's in it. Uh, Woody Harrelson's in it. Oh, man. Who's the main guy? Um, who... Who's... Never mind. Oh, Josh Brolin, who plays... Uh, Oh my god! In the Avengers Endgame, he plays the the main bad guy that I just for somehow forgot his name. Thanos. Thanos. He plays Thanos. You forgot? Oh yeah. 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 Josh Brolin plays Thanos, and he's in this movie. He's like the main star. It's made by the Coen Brothers, so that's why. Do you know who the Coen Brothers are? I've heard that a lot, but so the, um, they're the people who made all the Avengers movies. Okay. Yeah. Or at least all the main ones, and they also made this movie. They're really good movie makers. When. When they're not making Avengers movies. <laughs> you don't like the Avengers movies? I think they're fine, but, like, there's... They just can't be, like... There's a certain ceiling to those movies. Yeah. You know? Like, they really... They can't go past it. Yeah, because they're super predictable and... Mm-hmm. Blah. Yeah. And I just feel like CGI really brings down a movie. I don't know why. I can see it. I mean, it, it's weird, because like, it seems like modern CGI is almost it's... worse. It's, like, somehow, like, too good. Like... Yeah. Because if you've seen, like, Jurassic Park... Yeah, the original Jurassic Park, the CGI looks better than the new Jurassic Parks. It's not CGI, though. What do you mean? The, the dinosaurs are real in that. They're, like, animatronics. Oh, I thought you were going to say they're real <laughs> no, dinosaurs. No, but that, like... So if you know something about, like, filmmaking and stuff, there's... They make it rain like that, and they make it darker, so that, like, it looks more real mm-hmm. like when the actual dinosaur is like moving and stuff like that so they're all animatronics in the yeah. original interesting I, I don't know about all of them but like the main in like the main scene where they get crushed by in the car and stuff like that that's all actual that makes sense mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure the car like wasn't supposed to get crushed like that that's why they're like really screaming mm-hmm. i think i don't know maybe maybe we're just too early in the the cgi we need we need more time 
Because mm-hmm. I feel like there was like stages. Like there was like original set of technology. This is purely speculation. Yeah. There was like an original set of CGI and we got like better at it. But then there was like a new form. And the early stages of this new form of CGI was actually worse than like when we had mastered the old stuff. Yeah. Because like it seems like CGI in movies from like 2008 to 2012 is better than CGI now. Mm-hmm. Could be there's like less reliance on it maybe mm-hmm. maybe before, but I don't know. That, I I agree with you. Or maybe yeah maybe uh, directors get too big for their britches on the CGI. Yeah. They demand too much. Like if you like if you seen like the Avengers set like when they're filming them, it's just everything's on a green screen. Like it's just a huge green. <laughs> like it's cool, but like. I don't know. Yeah, it seems kind of weird and disingenuous yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Seeing Tom Holland like standing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should we go on to your number eight? Alright, my number eight, uh, it really, before I watched the movie, I knew that I would love it, mm-hmm. just simply based on learning what it was, because I am a huge fan of like crime shows like Hannibal I've been watching recently. <sighs> um, I almost started watching it the other day. Criminal Minds, Mindhunter. And, love Mindhunter. And the such. So knowing that I love these shows, it was only a matter of time before I fell in love with the Jake Gyllenhaal, mm. Robbie Downey, mm. J- Robert Downey Jr., and who was the other main guy? Uh, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo. Uh, they, those three star in my number eight movie titled Zodiac. I love Zodiac. I do love too. It. It doesn't happen to be on your list? Oh, yeah. Okay. Of course. Okay, I won't, I, won't, I won't tell you where it is on my list, but I love Zodiac. Yeah. So, Zodiac is a really, really good film. Uh, I'm, I'm in love with the crime genre in general. Mm-hmm. So, the way they went through it, using, like, tropes and feats from other things that I've watched and, like, filing it in together. The handwriting analysis scenes are just mm-hmm. so special. And, like, the way it ends, like, kind of not with a conclusion. Like, you don't know. And, like, David Fincher and stuff, like, they aim at who they think it is, but, like, we don't know. Yeah. And it's, like, that. there's, it's not scary to me, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there is one scene. Oh. You know exactly mm-hmm. what I'm talking about if you've seen it. Uh, there's just one scene that... Wait, haunts you. It's talking about the basement scene? Yes. Right? Oh my gosh. That was so <laughs> scary. When he's like turning off the lights and everything. He's like, oh. like you just see the fear for Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. He, Jake Gyllenhaal like famously really didn't like David Fincher. Because like, if you didn't know, David Fincher makes people do like 100 plus takes. Like every uh, single time. Yeah. So why his movies take like three years to make. I love him. And Robert Downey Jr. like loved it. He was like, Bring it the hell on. Yeah. Just keep this going. That makes sense. But apparently Jake Gyllenhaal like, does not want to work with him. I can see both perspectives. Mm-hmm. Like, if you... I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal's been in a lot of good stuff already. Yeah. Downey Jr. I mean, he's been in Iron Man and the yeah. Avengers. He's, yeah, he's awesome. He's cool, though. I like both. The killing scene, where they get stabbed, that's a... <laughs> you want to hear a story about... So if you've seen that scene, there's that tree in the background. Mm-hmm. You've seen, you know that tree? Like yeah. You just kind of see it that he hides behind. Mm-hmm. That's so creepy for a second. But when they first scouted that area, the tree was there, and they're like, "This is perfect." 
and then they come back a couple couple months later, and the tree was gone. It was cut down. Come, like it was their stump. I, I don't know. I can't remember if it was a stump or something like that. Probably. So David Venture, being him, he's like, no, I need a tree. I need the tree. <laughs> he flies in a whole new tree, and they plant it there just for that scene. <laughs> I, I don't know why, but that's crazy. But also in that whole movie, like, all of San Francisco is totally fake. All of that is CGI. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I don't know why he didn't just CGI the tree then, but. You know, I, one of my favorite parts of the movie Robert Downey Jr. plays a, a reporter. Mm-hmm. Paul Allen, I believe. Yeah, who's just a dick. <laughs> he plays like the dick so well. Yeah. <laughs> like, he makes me feel like mad at him. Like, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like they couldn't have picked a better guy. <laughs> There's a scene in there where they're like at the bar, you know? Mm-hmm. He's like, So, what do you like to do for fun? And Jake Jonah was like, I like <laughs> I like books. And I like to read. And he's like, those are the same things. <laughs> I know, I just like that. But you uh, see the cop in there that Mark Ruffalo plays? Yeah. Um, he has like two TV shows about that police officer does. Like Dirty Harry, have you ever heard of that? By Clint Eastwood? Wait, there's two two movies about the character that Mark Ruffalo portrays? That like cop guy has had like a lot of, I don't know, he's had a lot of books and stuff written about him. Just because of his involvement with the Zodiac, or did he have other, other things too, like famous cases? There's the movie Dirty Harry by Clint Eastwood, and that's about that cop. Hmm. And I don't know. It's it's weird. That's cool. But yeah. Love Zodiac. And Great. It's a really long movie too. Really good. It, that's one of the movies that I didn't mind that it was long. Mm-hmm. It it kept me entertained the whole time. Yeah. Should we go to my number seven? Sure. I have a feeling you you won't have heard of this movie. Probably. I, I haven't until probably like two years ago. It's called Inside Lewin Davis. Have not heard of it. So, it's a story about basically like a broke musician. And he's trying to like find his way to becoming like a star. And he's just like... It's like, I don't know. It's not very well known. Didn't make a lot of movie. But it's made also made by the Coen brothers. Mm-hmm. Pre-Avengers. So, um, it's basically just a guy, Lewin Davis, and he's traveling around trying to get his music written. Like, Justin Timberlake's in it. Um, the main cast guy is Oscar Isaac. You might have heard of him. John Goodman's in it. Um, I love John Goodman. Yeah, he's awesome. It's just a really good movie. It's really sad and depressing because, like, he gets nowhere in life basically throughout the whole movie, and he keeps trying. And then he keeps going back with, like, his friends and having to, like, stay at their house. And it's, like, a running joke in the whole thing. It's, it's a hard one to describe. But you should just go watch it. It's really good. The acting's great. I can't input much on this one because I've never heard of it. But Yeah. Uh, I can't say John Goodman is in another... Oh, no. He's not on my top ten. Never mind. In a... He's in an honorable mention. Sweet. Should we just go on to yours? I'm sorry. Sure. That one, I literally <laughs> just heard this movie, like, maybe two years ago or a little less, and I watched it, and I was like, damn, this is so good. Hey, it's your number seven? It's your number seven. It belongs on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, my number seven. Yeah. It is the only movie on my list that I would describe as a guilty pleasure, mm-hmm. because honestly, it's not super well made. It, I mean, it's it's really funny at times, but it's not a comedy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
it, and it's probably one of the best action movies I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. I'm, what is it? Well, it, it's not all other like it's not one of the most yeah, well made, but it's my favorite action yeah, movie. Because you don't like you just said you don't really like action movies. Yeah. So I'm excited. What's... Uh, starring Will Smith and the <laughs> voice of Alan Tudyk, the best voice actor ever. Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk. You you have absolutely heard his voice before. I feel like. You, like, no matter what, if you are a human being who watches movies in the oh, 2000s. Oh, this guy, yeah. Yeah, you have heard his voice before. He's an excellent actor. He's also in uh, Arrested Development, mm-hmm. uh, which is one of my favorite TV shows. Um, but yeah, I am talking about iRobot. Really? This isn't your... That's so... I love Bro, iRobot. I used to watch that movie all the time when I was younger. Right. So, <laughs> the, the the reason I love it so much... It's funny, because Will Smith is in it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just too damn likable. Yeah. But I just, I watched it at the right time because it's like kind of sci-fi. And like it deals with artificial intelligence, individuality, and like personhood. Like what makes someone or something human. Mm-hmm. And um, like AI is super cool and robotics is cool. Uh, it deals a lot with Asimov's three laws of robotics. Um, I don't, I've never heard of that. I need, it. they're like... So Asimov's three laws are um, laws that like scientists need to keep in mind when building robots, hmm. and, and it's like laws that robots need to act by. So the first law, a robot may not injure a human or through inaction allow a human come to harm. Hmm. Uh, a robot must obey the orders given to it by human beings unless such orders would conflict with the first law. So that means you can't yeah. ask a robot to hurt another guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the third law, a robot must protect its own existence as long as such protection does not conflict with the first or second law. So if you've watched that movie several times, I'm surprised you don't know. I mean, it was like a favorite childhood movie. Like. Right. Yeah, it's uh, I, I just love the whole thing. Yeah, that's... and like AI is such an interesting topic to me in general. Yeah, oh man, I haven't seen that movie in a while, but I loved it as a kid. Like I loved it. We watched it all the time. Yeah, so Alan Tudyk voices Sonny, the the main I, robot. I didn't yeah. know that. He does such an awesome job. I was just looking at Alan Tudyk. Is that how you say his name? I don't know, but yeah, he's in Wreck It Ralph. Love Wreck It yep. Ralph. Just to say that. He's also in like he's the chicken in Moana. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dodgeball is where I'm thinking where he's from. Oh, yeah. Wait. That's oh, I'm yeah, thinking. he's the pirate. That's yeah, right. he's Pete. <laughs> Bro, oh, do- okay. Dodgeball is honorary mention. He's also an honorable mention for me. I right, love- Dodgeball. <laughs> I love that. He's like, we had a pirate in our group? <laughs> I, like, I love Dodgeball. Uh, it's so fun. That's such... Oh, man. That was great. Yeah, iRobot. Oh, one of my favorite scenes, like, it's so inconsequential to the actual plot of the movie, Mm -hmm. but it's just, like, it's, like, in the future, right? And Will Smith pays, like, 20 bucks for a cup of coffee, and he's just like, really? 20 bucks for a (laughs) cup of coffee? But it's also, like, it's in the future, and there's, like, inflation, so it's funny, because, like, he would know that it costs that much. He's just complaining to complain, and that just tickles me in a certain way. You like Will Smith? I do. He's a likable guy. A very likable guy. Yeah. I feel like you can't... It's hard to find anybody that dislikes him. Although, uh, you know Suicide Squad? Yeah. Really terrible movie. Oh. Uh, he... Oh. He's like 
too likable to play a villain, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's in it. But I think his inclusion, even though he's, like, a joy to watch, yeah. almost made it worse because he's too likable to play a villain, so it just made it that much worse because yeah. he wasn't a good cast. I was really excited. I remember when they first announced it that he was going to be dead shot. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah I was really excited. And then I saw the movie, and it just <laughs> sucked. It, was, it sucked. Yeah, that is not one of my honorable mentions, nor one of my top ten. Mm-hmm. It's probably top ten worst movies I've seen, might be. I don't know about that. I'm trying to... It's hard to think of movies that are like... Maybe we'll have to do that, some of the worst movies. I mean, it it looks good, you know? Yeah. Like, but, like, it, every movie looks good now. That's, like... That's that's one of the easiest things to do. Mm-hmm. What was I just about to say? Oh, I'm, one of our friends, Carter, has been watching Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Mm-hmm. Bel-Air. He's awesome in that show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good job. One of his first acting jobs. Yeah. He, like, wasn't an actor before that. Yeah. He just, like... And he was broke. Yeah. It's so cool. I love Will Smith. But that... You've seen the scene with, like, the stepdad. Or when it's dad. That stepdad. that scene did make oh, me cry the first that time I saw it. That scene is so rough. It's so <laughs> bad. If you... I don't even know what episode or anything it's on, but you know what scene we're talking about. Yeah. The, yeah. Gosh. Yeah. All right, let's talk about something happier here. My number right. six. Number six for you. Spotlight. Again, I haven't heard of it. Really? Yeah. This one's also on Netflix, or I think Amazon Prime. It's about priests molesting children. Priests? Yeah. Okay. I thought you said priests at first. <laughs> Sorry, this is terrible. <laughs> so Spotlight is basically about, um, oh my god, what's the name? It's a specific group in the Boston Globe. That does like their own work, and they don't tell anybody else about it, and they only release like two or three stories a year. Mm-hmm. And so they started researching about this priest who was molesting this one kid, and they started looking more and more into that. And then they found like a whole branch of priests who were like molesting kids, and found that the church, once they found out about the priest molesting the kids, would just say they were on sick leave and then move them across like to Spain or to Colombia oh, or some other. This is a real story. This like actually happened. In the middle of it, 2000, 2001 happened, and 9-11 happened. So they had to stop for a couple weeks or a couple months or whatever. And it started up again, and they figured out that, like, I think the percent was, like, 6% of priests will act on, uh, like, molesting a child. So then it was this huge story in Boston because, like, 72 priests just in Boston were, like, oh my God. uh molesting kids uh is this a documentary or like a this is a movie but it's based on On a true story yeah it's based on uh the actual yeah the actual story in the actual news article which i think won like a pulitzer and stuff like that oh i'm not surprised in at the end of the movie it's like super powerful you watch it and you're just like holy shit this is so sad and terrible and like why is the church covering this up i say church like i'm catholic i'm not i'm really why is my church yeah (laughs) but there's like the end of the movie and you're like these these are the cities that have been known with like multiple mm-hmm. priests molesting and it just goes on for like five minutes with like hundreds of cities in each one hmm. just, i love i probably watched that movie like tons of times it's probably like top three or four i've rewatched nice the acting is amazing the mark ruffalo again there's a certain scene in there where he just gets so mad like the first <laughs> time he's ever yelled in this whole acting career and he's like <laughs> They knew, Robbie. They, they knew and they let it happen. But he, he plays the Incredible Hulk. What do you mean it's the first? But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just love that movie so much. Uh, we are 
kind of, I mean, we're, we still have plenty of time, but we're running kind of short considering we're on number six. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what we're going to do. This can be a longer episode. It's up to you, whatever. But I don't want to go, let's, let's try and get done before an hour and a half. Okay. 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 So number six for me, I didn't know how to approach, um, trilogies or Mm -hmm. like series. So I'm assuming I know what this is. I just put a series down and I can tell you my favorite one of them if you want. But number six for me is the Planet of the Apes remakes Mm. with James Franco. James Franco, yeah. Yeah. I get them mixed up like most people. Uh, And also Andy Serkis, the greatest face capture, face motion capture guy of all time. He's so cool, bro. He won an Oscar for doing Gollum, I think. Right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, for he's, sure. He's so cool. Like, um, yeah, he absolutely. Um, I picked this. The the just the whole trilogy is pretty excellent. The second movie is a bit of a lull. Yeah, uh, like the second movie isn't as great as the first or third one, but mm-hmm. as a whole, it is definitely one of my favorites of all time. Yeah. Uh, and I just, I love the transformation that Caesar, the main monkey, goes from the first movie to the last movie. Yeah, it's, those are, I love those movies. They're so cool. And, like, yeah. the CGI is so good. Yeah. Especially, I don't know if the newest one is, like, the best one, but it's just, like, what the, it looks like there's legit just a monkey talking yeah. in front of you. It's like, awesome. It's so crazy. Uh, I think of the three, and I think there is a fourth one coming. I think there is, too. Which... I'm really excited for because if it's following the same trajectory that the original mm-hmm. series went through. We'll have to go watch that in theaters if we can do that. Oh, yeah. Uh, so the first one is my favorite of the three, but I can't leave out the other two. I'm trying to think. what One of them I definitely dislike more, but I think it was, like it's, you said. It's probably the second one. Yeah. Let's... I really like the first and the third. I didn't yeah. dislike the second, but I just wasn't. Yeah, it's not the worst, but it's not super, super, super good. Mm-hmm. Um. Is it on your list anywhere? It is not. It's, it's definitely in my honorable mentions, but I can never get the titles right. I, it's Planet of the Apes. There's like War of the Planet of the Apes. It's, the it's of the War. Apes. It's, it's Rise, Dawn, War. Okay. And it makes sense if you think about it. Rise, Dawn. Based on what happens in the movies. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. That's my number six. I don't have much more to say about it. Andy Serkis is a legend. Mm-hmm. And he may or may not appear again. <laughs> I, I thought that's what you were going to say. I forgot yeah. about Planet of the Apes. My number five is actually, I didn't know what our thoughts was, but it's a documentary. It's on Hulu. Pretty sure it's made by Hulu. But it's called Minding the Gap. Oh, I think I've heard of it. So it's like, what you when you first see it or saw it, Charlie, it's like about skateboarding. And like these kids, I want to say in like Portland, Seattle or something like that. And it's about them like growing up and like using skateboarding. That's like all they did their life. And they wanted to make... This one guy in there, I can't remember his name, but wanted to make a documentary about it. And had been doing so since they were, like, 13. Like, he had documented their whole life for, like, 10 years. It is so sad. It, like, watching these kids grow up in... This one, the main guy was, like, who was making the documentary was, like, beaten, like, severely by his dad, like, every day. Oh, boy. And he's, like, interviewing his mom, like, about it. And he's, like, like, why did you let this happen? Like, this, it's so, but then... Sounds emotional. Basically, like, every kid in there was getting, like, they were either homeless or, like, their parents were beating them, like, every day. And one of the kid, one of the guys who was, like, their best friend, 
they find out he was like he starts beating his wife oh it is oh, you're just like oh my god no like you oh. just went through all this and you're just seeing it happen in real life like this guy gets one of their other girlfriends pregnant and then he starts like hitting her and you're just like hell? oh my god like why is this happening in this kid who's like they're like 20 something years old he's like just seeing his friends go down the same path like that that they did as like that they had to deal with as kids it's super well made i think it's the only documentary that guy, that guy's made but it's so sad and so good that is really sad yeah <laughs> i i don't know if i want to watch that <laughs> it's really good in the skateboarding there's awesome too like just seeing these like there's so many scenes there's like these kids are like so cool like they just got they're out at like two or three in the morning just skateboarding down in like seattle or portland are it it, it kind of your description kind of reminds me of outer banks a little bit because they're like they do yeah. some of the same stuff. They're not. But it's like, like real life. Yeah. Um, Outer Banks is a great show. Yeah, if, cool. if it's that's shy. a guilty pleasure of mine. Guilty pleasure, really? It's good. Yeah. So why is it a guilty pleasure? Because I mean, it's not like. And you no, watched it with your friends. Yeah. First, I, I watched it because my girlfriend told me to watch it. Right. And the first episode, I was like, this sucks. Why am I watching this? And then. <laughs> Yeah. And then I was like, oh, man, this is a good show. But I just love TV. I love movies. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't classify that as a guilty pleasure of mine, at least. Yeah. A guilty pleasure is something that I'd be more inclined to hide from my friends than not. Mm-hmm. But Minding the Gap, love it. Go watch it. It's only like 90 minutes, but it's... Oof. It's great. Nice. Are you ready for my number five? Yeah. Um, My number five was the debut film... Of one of my favorite comedians ever, named Jordan Peele, of oh. Key and Peele. Uh, so his first, this is the first movie he directed, and uh, you probably know it by now if you know who Jordan Peele is. Mm-hmm. I am, of course, talking about the psychological thriller Get Out. Love Get Out. Number five movie for me. Uh, is it on your list? It's not on my list, but it was definitely in contention. Was well, is an honorable mention at least? Oh yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Great movie, uh, lots of hidden messages, or not messages, but like hidden hints about where it's mm-hmm. going. And I just love it. It's, it's, I'm not surprised at all that Jordan Peele made it. Mm-hmm. Like, seeing all, pretty much every single Kean Peele sketch, just, it, it makes sense. It's like the amalgamation of all of that then turned a psychological thriller instead of comedy. Yeah. Although I, I've always held the belief that, uh, sorry for cutting off. But, no, no, please. Uh, I've always felt had the belief that comedy and horror are very, very, very similar to each other, mm-hmm. uh, which is probably why I like both genres so much. Yeah. But I, I just like having to do with like the timing and like surprising your audience. It's like the same thing. You just surprise them with something different. Yeah. What I was gonna say is I think making Keen Peel. He obviously had like a ton of directing experience. Like, even though it's not debut huge film, yeah. but you're directing every scene and understanding comedy and being that funny, you have to understand like life. And I think that's what he's like really good at. Like understanding yes. what people dislike, they like what like brings them sadness, what makes them happy. And I think he understands that super well. Yeah. And I also I didn't even know it was Jordan Peele until after I had seen it for one time. Mm-hmm. Like, so that just made me even more surprised. Because, like, I love Jordan Peele. I love Kean Peele. 
Mm-hmm. And I just found out he made this really awesome movie that I just watched. Have you seen Us? I have seen Us. I haven't seen it. it was like, did you like it? I did not like it nearly as much as Get Out. It didn't look as good. But I think... I I've been told that I kind of missed... Like, I, I didn't get it. Because yeah. I said, like, I, I really <laughs> didn't like it. I think I need to watch it again before I can give a final verdict on it. Hmm. I also fell asleep towards the end because I was really, really tired. <laughs> Yeah, watch Get Out. Like, I don't know. Get it, Out is awesome. Just read, like, read some. There's tons of reviews, articles about, like, what, what its meaning is. Like, what all these details are. There's a great um, YouTube video of Jordan Peele actually answering questions about the movie mm-hmm. from the internet. And he's, he's his normal funny self in that video as well. Yeah. So. I love those two guys. They're awesome. Keegan-Michael Key. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Should I go on to my number four, since it'll be fast? Yeah. Zodiac. Talked about this. We've already talked about it's Zodiac. It's my number four, though. Great. Close to your eight, I think it was. Yeah, it was my number eight. Love Zodiac. Cool. Don't have anything more to say about it. Should I go on to my number four, or do you want to do your number three? You can... I mean, it's your turn. If I... We've... <laughs> this was about it brought up a lot. My number three, The Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. You've talked about that a lot on this show. Yeah. I love Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> love Martin Scorsese. Matthew McConaughey. His oh, that's now become a thing in college football. If you didn't know, like te- all Texas schools do that, like during a game. <laughs> and me and Justin do it before every episode of the podcast <laughs> yeah. as well. I love it. It's so funny. It's so good. Like there's just like an hour, hour and a half of him just like this guy just being like a douchebag and being awesome. Be like, what the hell is this? I'm just watching a movie. This guy jerking himself off, and like, I'm so rich and awesome, and then it just goes downhill. Quaalude scene is so mm-hmm. funny. I love those. It's just awesome. Sounds like it. a good time. Yeah, I'm sure I'd love it if I saw it. I yeah, just, we have to watch uh, it sometime. We watched. Uh, I wish you were here on movie night. When we watched a couple weeks ago. <laughs> but uh, it's awesome. Go watch it. You've probably heard of it. You've probably seen it. Yeah. Um, Should we go on your number four? Right? Yeah. Okay. All right, my number four is a series that we all know and love. Okay, okay. Uh, experienced sword wielders um, and uh, great actors. I am, of course, talking about... Lord of the Rings? Star Wars! I tricked you. Haha. <sighs> <laughs> that was kind of... What, you don't like Star Wars? No, you explain what you like about it. Yeah, uh, I, I just really like Star Wars. Um, I hadn't watched all of the movies until last year. Like, <laughs> most of them I hadn't even seen or hadn't seen all the way through. Uh, and then me and my current roommate got together over winter break uh, and watched three, four, five, six, and Solo and Rogue One. Why'd you watch three, four, five, six? Uh, I had already I had seen one and two recently at the time, mm-hmm. uh, and we didn't want or the nine hadn't been out yet, okay. and we didn't want to watch seven or eight. Hmm. Yeah. That's, consequently, your other roommate Rambo watched it. Him, Alec, and I watched Star Wars two over winter break. All of it? Yeah. Or I didn't watch all of it. Wait, last winter break? Because Rambo was supposed to come to our thing. Yeah, I think it was a winter break. <laughs> the heck? I I don't really like Star Wars. Yeah, why not? 
It's good. I, I like the first three, like uh, technically four, Wait, five, and six, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. Not the prequel. I don't think the prequels are very good. Uh, I really don't like the new ones. One and two are definitely the worst of the the original six. Number three is my favorite of all of them. Really? And it, there, if you watched it, you would agree probably. I I should go back and rewatch them all, but I just I don't like the whole and like. Premise. I don't want to spoil anything. You can spoil Star Wars. Well, I, including 7, 8, and 9. Oh, okay. I, I, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and do it. If you haven't seen Star Wars 7, 8, and 9, uh, either pause and go watch them and come back, or mm-hmm. you know, uh, just continue at your own peril. Um, the whole 1 through 9, what's really awesome to me is it's the story of Emperor Palpatine. Or uh, Darth Pelagius the Wise, as he's otherwise known. And it's just so cool to me how, like, literally all nine movies are pretty much about him and his impact on the universe. This is kind of a surprise for me. Because, like, when we're talking, we're talking about Avengers and, Mm -hmm. like, action movies. And you just, like, you said he didn't like them that much. I didn't think Star Wars would be on your list at all. It's not about the, the lightsabers or the blasters or the action scenes for me. Hmm. I, I can kind of pass those up almost. Wait, so is Lord of the Rings on your list? Maybe. Okay. I w- I w- I'll let you know. Uh, this is number I'm four. Be, okay. I'm be kind of mad if Star Wars is above Lord of the Rings. Well, I haven't finished my list. Okay, yet. good. But, uh, yeah, Star Wars, I mean, like, my favorite lightsaber duel is in the first, or in episode one, Phantom Menace. Qui-Gon and Anakin versus, or Obi, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan against uh, Darth Maul. Love that one. Love that scene. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, number three is obviously my favorite. I, cause, and that makes sense when I say I don't like the action, cause that one's really, st- I just love the story mm-hmm. and the whole overarching plot. Maybe I, like, maybe if I would've lived through it, would've been different, like Avengers. Like, I've... We lined up perfectly with Avengers, like how yeah. it all happened. So I got to live through the Iron Man, like those when I was young, and then obviously all the movies, Captain America, Endgame. And I saw all those in order as they came out, so I was so excited. So maybe I would have felt different if I saw the same thing about Star Wars. I didn't do that with Star Wars. Yeah. I'm saying if I would have, because like I... Maybe. I don't know. But you don't, you're not like huge into like the Avengers mm-hmm. or anything. No. Not huge, but I, I do enjoy them. Glad I watched them. I like them. I don't know. All right. Do you want to go to your number two? Yeah, I think these last couple ones—they don't even need that much because they're just like so good. The Social Network is my number two of all time. It's an honorable mention for me. I'm just gonna say I love The Social Network. I think it's probably the best movie of the 2000s. I, uh, really? 2010s. 2010s. Really? Yeah. What do you think is better? Get Out. I think that's the Zodiac. Old... David Fincher is a part of two of those three. Okay, but Get Out and Zodiac is better than The Social Network, easily. I think The Social Network is... I don't think it's easily... I think The Social Network might be better than Zodiac. Might be. I think it's better than Get Out. The way I made my list, I I put my number one at number one, because I know it's my number one, no mm-hmm. matter what. And then I wrote out pretty much every other movie that I remember seeing and liking, and then I thought about it and put them in order based on which ones I liked the most. Yeah, it was not difficult for me whatsoever to keep the social network out of the top ten. I, I just don't know how it's so good. 
I think it's so good. The screenplay, Trent Reznor, Atticus, Atticus Finch, like the, the whole thing. You know, okay, this is a weird side note, but Army Hammer, the guy who plays the twins, like, you know, the twins in the movie? Yeah, like the main yeah, antagonist. Like, that's just one guy. Like, that's all CGI. Wait, really? Yeah. Wait. <laughs> yeah, it's one guy. It's just Army Hammer. I didn't know that. I know, right? Isn't it so Wait, well his done? name is Army Hammer? Yes. Isn't that so freaking cool? Is it spelled, like, Army? I think so. And then, that's really weird. I mean, okay. I feel like I might need to watch The Social Network again. Because, like, I watched it and wasn't super, super, super impressed. Like, mm-hmm. it was good. Seriously good. But, like, whenever I talk to someone else about it, they either haven't seen it, hate it, or love it like you do. And it's your number two? Number two, yeah. I wow. think it's one of... The, like I said, I think it's the best movie of the 2010s. I think Jesse Eisenberg's performance is amazing. Yes, it is, for sure. It's amazing. I think Andrew Garfield is really good in it. I love the scene where he comes and destroys the laptop after he's been... After his stuff was diluted down. You yeah. seen it? Um, it's just... It's awesome. Really awesome. Justin Timberlake is good in it. I don't think he's a great actor, but he's good in it. Is Justin Timberlake the he's uh, the party coder? I like to refer to him as. He's the Napster. Sean Parker. He's Sean Parker in that movie. He's the guy that like ruins, yeah. or not ruins, but like influence tries to influence mm-hmm. the Zapier. He famously told him to drop the in Facebook because it used to be the Facebook. Then it's just Facebook. Nice. Okay. I, I love. I mean, that. it's. I'll give it. I need to give it another chance. I think. I just watched it again like, a couple nights ago. Alright, so let's do... I'm going to do my three and two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three and two. And then we'll both do honorable mentions, and then we'll reveal our number one. Okay, yeah. Let's okay. do this. So number three, uh, it's a very star-studded cast with, uh, I think, Jeff Bridges, uh, John Hamm, uh, some other guys that I can't think of right now. Love those two guys. Uh, I'm talking about Bad Times at the El Royale. Never seen it. It's seriously, like, one of the most interestingly put-together movies that I've ever seen. Um, it's a, it's, like, a a mystery, sort of, Mm -hmm. mystery thriller that takes place in a hotel that lays, or stands on state lines. Like, there's, like, the border of two, I think it's in the Four Corners, almost. But it's like two states, and the line just goes like right through the hotel. Yeah, I can't remember. I think it might be California and Nevada, actually. I don't remember. But yeah, it's just really good. Like from the second each character gets on screen, you their intentions are unknown, and mm-hmm. you sort of have to piece it together as they give you little bits of information. And the ending is awesome, really, really awesome. Oh, Chris Hemsworth as well. Yeah. I'm gonna have to watch this. I, I like a lot, a lot of these actors in here. Yeah, it's really good. Nick Offerman's in it. What? Is he really? Yeah. Says he's Felix O'Kelly. Just looking. At him. I don't recognize him. Whatever. Uh, hmm. Or I don't recognize the name. I recognize Nick Offerman. Yeah. Obviously. Jim yeah. O'Hare is in it too. Gary, Jerry. Apparently. I I, I don't remember. Yeah, it's really good. I'm gonna have to watch that. I, that looks really interesting, and I uh, like a lot of those actors. I would watch it with you if you wanted, but we'll, we'll do it on movie night. Okay, and then yeah, and then my number two. 
You've been waiting for it. Lord of the Rings? Lord of the Rings. Yes, Lord of the Rings. Uh, and specifically the Two Towers because that has the most Gollum in it. Mm. Like, just, I could talk about Lord of the Rings for forever. Yeah. Uh, it's just Gandalf and Frodo and Sam and it's awesome. Gollum. If you know Lord of the it's just awesome. I watched it for the first time during quarantine. Mm-hmm. I had never watched it through. Really? Yeah. Oh. So, but my family has had a box set of all the director's cut movies. Oh my gosh, they're like four hours long. It's, it's like, crazy. yeah, it's like two hours per part, mm-hmm. two CDs per movie. <laughs> part one and two, part one and two, part one and two. It's so freaking good. It's, awesome. it's just awesome. If you, like, I guess I get if it's sci-fi, not sci-fi, but like. Fantasy? If that's, if that's not your thing, but it's just such a good movie. Like, there's no, like, if you like anything in the world Lord of the Rings has had an influence on it mm-hmm. like, like it was such an influential influential movie oh it's so good and like all the CGI in it like the crazy costumes all the the fight scenes are so cool like when they're climbing out of the towers there's yeah. hordes of people it's so awesome and like every single there's like almost no CGI every single orc is a yeah. person in a costume it's so crazy. And it's, oh my gosh. Uh, one of my honorable mentions is The Hobbit. Because, really? yeah. Just just because, I mean, it's not nearly as good as The Lord of the Rings. But I watched it first. I watched mm-hmm. it before I watched Lord of the Rings. And I really, really liked it. But then watching The Lord of the, Ring, Lord of the Rings put it into perspective how much worse The Hobbit is as yeah. a movie. Yeah, because what the Hobbit is only one book, right? But they yeah. made it into three movies. Um, what's the the actor that plays Bilbo? Do you know off the top of your head? Bilbo Baggins. Oh, Frodo Baggins. Yeah, Elijah no, Wood. Bilbo. Bilbo. In in the Hobbit, who plays Bilbo? Oh. He's like a well known British actor. Oh my gosh! Why can't they even? Martin, Martin Freeman. Freeman. He is awesome. Yeah, he he does such a good job as Bilbo. He like carry mm-hmm. him and Ian McKellen carry the Hobbit series. Oh, I love Ian McKellen. Martin Freeman is also in Fargo season one. He's awesome. Yeah, he's a good actor. Uh, just go watch Lord of the Rings. It's so cool. So now, do you want to do honorable mentions? Just sort of list them. Yeah. So I I, I kind of did mine by genre, like some of my favorite comedies. Mm-hmm. Can I just list them off. Sure. Borat. The first Borat. I haven't seen the second one, but I've heard not great things about it. Not great. First Borat's awesome. So funny. It's it's just crazy. It's crazy that like, he actually did all these things. <laughs> Super bad. Have you seen Super Bad? Yeah. Really funny. It's that, really cool seeing you know, all those like young actors in it. It's actually also in my honorable mentions. Nice. Okay. Little Miss Sunshine, you ever seen that? Mm. We should watch that sometime. That is Steve Carell. I think he's a really like I think there's so many comedic actors that, like, when they change to something serious, they're really good at it. Yeah. Like, there's just, for some reason, those guys are really good at I it. I saw an interview with him, and he said, like, I don't view myself as a comedy actor. Mm-hmm. And he never has. Yeah. Which is weird. He, I've heard, like, interviews that, like, people are like, yeah, he's just not that funny. Like, he's not, like, a funny guy. He's just, like, like, in person? Yeah. In real life? Mm-hmm. Like, Will Ferrell, or, like, Robert, not Robert, Robert Williams. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Robin Williams? Robin. Did I say Robert? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm thinking of the basketball Robert Williams. No, Robin Williams was super kind and mm-hmm. caring. And like, he's obviously funny. Like, yeah. he's like, people you know him as like a funny guy, but you know, I guess some people just aren't. Anchorman? <laughs> Anchorman is great. Yeah. Love Anchorman. Love Paul Rudd. I really like Paul Rudd as an actor. Yeah. yeah. I also like Ant-Man. That's one of the few superhero movies I like. Really? Yeah. Paul, Paul, Rudd, Paul Rudd makes it for me. I strongly dislike those movies. I don't like the other... I don't like Ant-Man and the Wasp or any of those. I just like the original Ant-Man. I I just watched Perks of Being a Wallflower. Have you seen that movie? Mm-mm. You read the book? No. Oof. It's a rough movie. Like, like sad. Not, like, bad. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. It's on my honorable mentions now. Sad. Hmm. Want to list out a couple years? Are you done with yours? No, I have a bunch. I just thought we could go back and forth. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I don't think I have nearly as many as you. Okay. Um, I'll just do a couple for now. Uh, the first one is The Iron Giant. Mm-hmm. The first movie to ever make me cry. Really? Oh, yeah. I thought about listing all of my favorite kids' movies, but I was like, I should. I already have too many written down. And that's the only animated movie on my entire list. Really? Yeah. Not like Finding Nemo, Toy Story, or anything? Um, those are really good, but... I don't think I have any animated ones on mine either. Uh, and then my second second honorable mention, the Grand Budapest Hotel. Probably the most pleasingly shot, most visually pleasing sh- uh, shot movie I've ever seen. Paul Anderson, the guy who directs that. Wes. Yeah. Paul Wes Anderson. You said Paul. Dude, oh my god. Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. He's a really cool director. Yes. He does some really cool visual things. Mm-hmm. Fantastic Mr. Vox. Yeah. I should have put that down in mind. I love that movie too. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, I okay. So I have some documentaries. OJ Made in America. Oh, I think I I I remember seeing that on like Netflix. I haven't watched it. Yeah, it. I think it's like eight episodes. Wow. Wait, that's not a movie. No, but you, it, I was just documentaries. These you are, you cannot include TV shows. Each on Each episode here? is a movie. Fine. Fine. But it's so oh, what it oh, says wow. about just like racism in America and where everyone was at that time. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Mind you, the gap is obviously said. Yep. Hoop Dreams. Oh, wait. Have you, you haven't seen Hoop Dreams? No, I think I have. You would know. Which one is it? It's the one about uh, Arthur Aggie and something about these two kids growing up and they want to go to the NBA basically, be basketball players. I haven't seen it. You should. It's probably the best documentary of all time. Really? It's probably that through like the thin blue line. Is it better than The Last Dance? Oh, yeah. 100%. Okay. As much as I love The Last Dance. Last Dance is very good. I just rewatched it. Uh, Three Identical Strangers. I don't think it's... That was the one we talked about before. Oh, yeah. I just found that super interesting. I don't know. Cool. Do you want to list a couple of years? Or yeah. One or two? Um, Dodgeball Talk. is on here. Yes. Very fun. It's Who's so the main guy in that? Who's the actor? Um, oh, my God. I don't like him. What? Really? Not really. I don't, it, I'm so I, bad with names right now, but um, I feel like he plays the same character every time. Ben Stiller's in it. Uh, what's his name? Ben Stiller's cool. Why is he not here? What the heck? This huh? guy. Yeah. What's his name? What the heck? The guy who. We are. Someone's gonna be so mad at us. Wait, we scroll up a little bit. No, no, a lot less than that. Yeah. Uh, is it Vince Vaughn? Vince Vaughn, yes. Yeah. Why okay. is he not credited in any of this? The heck? I mean, he's right there. Oh, yeah, Vince Vaughn. Yeah, I he's don't good. like him. Like, 
Uh, and then 10 Cloverfield Lane. That's where John Goodman shows up. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's It was... I like that movie because... And it's another movie like uh, Bad Times at the El Royale where mm-hmm. you don't know what's going on really. Yeah. And it sort of gives you information bit by bit and you get to speculate as the movie goes on. I really enjoyed that. Uh, pretty much the only horror movie on my list, unless you consider Zodiac or Get Out as horror movies. They're more like psychological thrillers. Yeah. Kind of uh, it Follows. I've heard really good things about it. I haven't seen it. Because I... I get scared really easily, so I, I try to stay away from horror movies. Um, I feel like more horror movies in like recent uh, history mm-hmm. have started going away from reliance on jump scares. Yeah, which sucks because, or no, which is good. Jump scares suck because it just relies on a physiological reaction, mm-hmm. and it follows. I feel like is one of the pioneers in starting to turn away from the jump scare filled horror movies of the 2000s and 90s yeah like slasher films for example um and yeah there's like some really really good like fake outs and non-jump scare Mm -hmm. scares in there you haven't seen the shining have you i've seen like half of it i feel like you'd really like the shining if you like get out in those psychological thrillers like that get out i mean the shining is awesome yeah it's so jack nicholson is so good and you, like, you find out after that uh, the girl in there, she was, like, tortured, basically. Like, she was, she wanted to be, like, super, super sad throughout it. Exorcist, have you seen that? Uh, that's, like, the preface to The Nun, right? No. We talked about this before, and you asked me that same Oh, it's question. The Conjuring. That's, yeah. Yeah, okay. Exorcist is amazing. That's, like, the first modern horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll just, I'll just go to my favorite horror movies, a little list. Exorcist, Shining, Sinister, I really enjoyed. Sinister is not as good as Hereditary, but it's Oh, good. yeah. I think Hereditary is much, much better. And when her head comes off, and he's like, oh, my God. That is, the, like, one of the scariest <sighs> movements I've ever like, oh, my God. Because it, like, it was so shocking, because yeah. I didn't think they could kill that character. I, had, I knew nothing about that movie, and when I first saw that scene, I was like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, like, what is going on? I thought the movie was about her. Yeah. And then they killed her, like, in the middle of it. And when they're, when he, they're like hiding, oh, sorry, I just dropped my water ball. When they're like naked and they're hiding like above the rafters and they kind of like turn around. See, I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. Like, I was so scared. Oh my God. We should rewatch, we should rewatch that movie sometime. Some of my saddest movies on my list. Like I said, I love sad movies. Manchester by the Sea. Mm-hmm. Blue Valentine. It's with Ryan Gosling. And it's, again, kind of like a marriage story, like about like a failed relationship and trying to make it work. Mm-hmm. Love Ryan Gosling. I think he's a really good actor. But he's kind of like too good of looking, you know? <laughs> uh, Place Beyond the Pines. It's also Ryan Gosling. I think this other movie probably should have been in my top ten. Good Will Hunting. Oh, I, I... That is an honorable mention for me. I think that probably could have taken like a top... That could have taken like ten or nine for me. Do you like apples? <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a number. How about them apples? I love that. <laughs> Uh, Saving Private Ryan. You ever seen that? Yeah. I like that. It's good. Synecdoche, New York. Don't, I've never heard of that. that. I've never heard of it either. It's Philip Seymour Hoffman. He's like the star of it. I couldn't even tell you really what the movie's about. It's so confusing, kind of. Hell or High Water. Um, really sad, really good. The Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind. Have you ever seen that? Nope. Another... 
uh, actor who was comedic, Jim Carrey, who started out, obviously, comedic actor, funny guy. But he is just a really good actor. That, and I think The Truman Show, have you seen that? Yep, I like, I love The Truman Show. I really like The Truman Show. Uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind is basically about, like, a relationship that keeps failing over and over again. But they can go and get, like, the memories erased out of their mind. Hmm. So it keeps happening every, like, two to three years, and they just keep meeting each other over and over and over again. And it never works out, but they just keep meeting each other. That's crazy. Yeah. Is that, okay. is that all for you? I have uh, movies that need some shine. Is my on the list. Some shine. What does mm-hmm. that mean? Like you know, they're not very popular, but they should be. Oh, okay. Prisoners. Don't know. Hugh Jackman, Jake Gyllenhaal. It's really, really good. It's probably it's one of the most like rewatchable movies. Huh. In this. I don't know. It's just going to. Uh, there will be blood. That is that was probably could have been in my top ten too. That's um. Daniel Day-Lewis, he won, like, an Oscar or two for that. Super good. It's about, like, oil. It's about, like, faith. Oh, I... Christianity versus... I almost watched that. You should Dan loves that movie, too. That's how I knew he was pretty cool. Because I said something <laughs> about it, and he was like... I'm like, oh, my God, I love that movie. And I was like, I love that movie, too. And then we are like, sweet. A lot of the movies that I watched last year, he was there for. He's great. Like Dan. Uh, Looper. Probably in my contention for one of the best movies of the 2010s. Uh, Enemy, Jake Gyllenhaal. Really confusing, good. The Prestige, Christian Bale. I think you would love that movie. Sounds familiar. I think you would totally love it. Uh, Arrival. Ever heard of that? It sounds familiar. A lot of these sound familiar. Okay, that was my list. Okay, I have a few more. Uh, I just said it, it follows, right? Yeah. Okay. My next one, Remember the Titans. Oh, how did I forget that? <laughs> Love Remember the Titans. That's probably the best sports movie. Yeah. Like, period. It's so fun. Uh, Denzel Washington. Great dude. Great actor. Great you seen coach. Glory? No. You should watch that sometime. Um, my next one, Monuments, Monuments Men. Uh, have you heard it? I've definitely heard of it. I might have seen it. It's not the best movie ever made. Uh, it's about like a division of soldiers in World War II that were dedicated to protecting mm. art and, and stuff from the Nazis because they burnt a lot of that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, I've seen this. I really like these. Uh, Matt Damon's in it. Actually, John Goodman might be in it. Uh, I, I haven't watched it in a while. but George Clooney, Matt Damon, Bill Murray, John Goodman. Wow, I, I can't believe... It's a okay. good cast of guys in there. So there was two John Goodman movies on my list, not just one. Uh my next one is Joker. Oh, I really like Joker. Uh, that is the best superhero movie that I've seen. Joaquin Phoenix, so good. I really like him. Yeah. His brother was really Stand by Me. You ever seen that? Mm-hmm. Will Wheaton. Yeah, his brother River Phoenix is like the main kid in there, hmm. and he died of drug overdose when he was like eighteen, nineteen. Mm. But uh, the only reason Joker didn't make it over Dallas Buyers Club. For number 10, uh, I don't think I would want to rewatch Joker. Really? Because it's a really slow burn. Yeah, I guess that's And true. I don't think the payoff would be as good the second time. You don't want to watch the murder scene again? And no, that was like <sighs> an incredible ending. I was, bro, when he, with the scissors, which just went off, I was like, whoa, what the? 
Yeah. It just it came so fast. But I just don't think it would be as enjoyable watching a second time. Mm-hmm. And also, Dallas Buyers Club just so blew my expectations out of the water. So it got the nod at number 10. Have you seen The Master? No. That has Joaquin Phoenix and Philip Seymour Hoffman. It's really good. And it's probably like... That probably should have been on my list too. <laughs> if I was listing the best movies, that's probably in there. Okay. Uh, I already mentioned The Hobbit because of how it stacks up to The Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. My last honorable mention. It's also kind of a guilty pleasure because it's not very good. Uh, and... <laughs> You're not going to relate to this whatsoever. What is it? It's the Warcraft movie. So there's a very popular series of video games called Warcraft. And then there's also the much more well-known World of Warcraft MMO. Okay. Uh, so this movie was the first attempt at making a movie about this universe. I've never seen trailers for it. Honestly, it was everything I could have asked for, personally. I really liked it. It was super, super enjoyable. The CGI was uh, kind of stunning, honestly. Mm-hmm. And it just brought the world that I grew up playing games with to life. Uh, for like diehard fans, it was really terrible because it wasn't faithful to the actual lore. But um, for, from what I understood, it was like a, a simplified version of the story. And the main bad guy was just so cool. They made him so cool. And yeah, that is my final honorable mention. Do what, should I list off a couple more of mine? If you want, yeah. Um, okay. I think I probably forgot some that deserved honorable mentions. The Dark Knight Rises? Mm-hmm. You seen that? Yeah. Love that one. Uh, Whiplash. Oh, yeah. Whiplash. That, that's I a, love Whiplash. That's absolutely an honorable mention for me. The, mm-hmm. the, I, only, I watched it purely on your recommendation. I remember that. Yeah, I, I was trying it. to tell you to watch it so badly in ceramics class. It was I love that movie. And then you didn't show up the day after I watched it, so I couldn't yeah. tell you about it. Sorry. Moneyball. That's also a very good one. That's yeah. Two thousand one a space odyssey. That's pretty really good. good. It's insane that they did all if you've seen the movie that they did all that in like nineteen sixty four. Yeah. Like there's no CGI in that movie. It's so cool. The monkeys are at the beginning. Yeah. And, yeah it's, it's a little it's it doesn't age like amazing, but like seeing everything that's ever come out after it. The most uh, annoying thing about it is the sound. It the sound is kind of. I mean, it, obviously, it's really loud. They did what they could, but like the sound for that movie is pretty awful. Warrior, boxing movie or UFC movie? Oh, I haven't seen it. So good, I love it. It's one of like, it's not amazing, but it has Tom Hardy, who I love, Nick Nolte. I think he won an Oscar for it. There's a scene in there where he he's like a alcoholic or he was and he used to beat his kids and then they come back he's like turned christian now and then he like goes back it's it's really sad really good um what else i'm trying to see what else i have <laughs> inglorious bastards that probably should have been on my list we almost watched that the other night i love it i think you would too i think you'd really like it it's great acting great movie cool war scenes uh yeah number one Oh, yeah, I completely <laughs> forgot. Yeah, sorry. Number one. Do you want to... You should list yours first. My number one is a... Uh, oh, I forgot a really, really important honorable mention. Mm-hmm. I don't think you like it, if I remember correctly. Forrest Gump. Well, I... Yeah. 
Okay. That's a great movie. Yeah, I really like Forrest Gump. I completely forgot about it for, since I started making my list to now. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I gave it more consideration, it might actually end up being in my top ten. I really like it. But it's a good movie. I forgot about it, so that says something. <laughs> but um, yeah, the first movie, the number one on my list, starring uh, Tom Hanks and Leonardo DiCaprio, my favorite movie of all time. Star or uh, is called Catch Me If You Can. Oh, I didn't listen to that. Oh my gosh, that's it's, totally. That's like probably number like fifteen for me. Yeah, it. Uh, it's about a famous or the most famous con man of all time. Or fraud artist, I mm-hmm. guess as well, uh, Frank Abagnale Jr. Oh my gosh! Uh, and oh. Tom Hanks is like a cop who's trying to catch him because he's like the head of the fraud unit of the FBI. Yeah. And uh, Frank steals like millions in fake checks and stuff. I love that movie so much. Incredible movie. It's so awesome. <sighs> I don't even know what to say about. It. Like I just really, really like it. I've seen it like four times. It's endlessly rewatchable. Yeah. Really funny. Uh, sad at points. Ah, it's, it's good. Just really, it's really, really awesome. good. That yeah, I don't know how I forgot about that. My number one, I know you haven't seen. Uh, I think it's considered like a top three movie of all time. It's The Godfather. Mm-hmm. Probably the best acting performance of all time. I think. Um, Al Pacino. Amazing. Uh. I feel like most people have heard of it. Uh, probably a lot of people haven't actually seen it, at least our age. Yeah. But you should. It's so amazing. Like, The Godfather Part Two is probably better. But Robert De Niro's uh, Al Pacino, um, Francis Ford Coppola, he's the director. He's amazing. He's made uh, Apocalypse Now, made Godfather 1 and 2. <laughs> Some of the best movies of all time. Um I don't know what else to say about it, honestly. It's just so good. It's it's my favorite movie, like I just said. I love it. Nice. Um, with that, we conclude both of our top ten lists and the ninth episode of the Baker and the Blocker podcast. Thank you, guys. We know this was a long one. Hope you liked oh. it. I really enjoyed talking about this. Uh, if you enjoyed... Uh, we would really appreciate it if you shared with a friend who you also think likes podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, and we will see you next time. Thank you, guys.